Hi, I'm Enzo. And I'm Reina. And this is the Date Night Horror Show. <laughs> and this is our first oh ever goodness. live stream edition of this show. So scary. Yeah. Um, I I was talking to my wife, Reina, who is my co-host, uh, about how Podbeam allows you to stream shows and broadcast shows. And I figured we would give it a shot. How do you feel? Yeah. Nervous. Very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but... Hopefully it'll go well. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll get some listeners in here. Um, at any rate, uh, if we don't, this was going to turn into a full-fledged episode that yeah. we're going to broadcast uh, later on. But if you're here with us live, if you're interested in horror, we are, uh, we're the horror show to listen to. Yes, we are. Uh, so, Reina, I guess the best thing we, we should do for anyone who's new to our show is to kind of introduce ourselves and talk about why we're doing the show. Sure. So we're based out of Los Angeles, and my name is Reina. And uh, my day job is running a housing program for survivors of human trafficking. So I oversee two shelters uh, for women-identified females um, who are adults that have escaped their trafficking situation. Which makes me a very proud husband, Aww. I have to say. Aww. <laughs> I love I love the work. I love the work a lot. We're um, we've been married. It'll be twenty five years in November, but we've been together since high school, so it's a total of thirty five years together. Yeah, and we're the quintessential eighties teenagers too. Yeah, uh, we graduated in nineteen eighty seven, so we, we grew just up. Gave our age. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up with all this horror. I'm not worried about it yeah, personally, okay, but um, uh, we grew up. Loving horror movies mm -hmm. and every uh, date night we would have, if we were staying in, would lead to watching some sort of horror film. Yes, Enzo really introduced me to a lot of the horror films. I watched them. My family isn't big on horror. Um, so, I mean, I watched them here and there, sprinkled through my childhood, but really got into it when we started dating. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this this whole time we've been together Horror has been a huge part of our courtship and our relationship. And so that's what led me to think about doing a horror podcast with you because we're always talking, philosophizing, and debating horror films that and we watching see. watching them constantly. And watching them constantly. So that's what in, led so? us to, be, to create the show. Yeah. Um, so my name is Enzo. Um, I've always been a creative person, an artist. I was the weird kid that drew in class. Um, <laughs> that led me to an art career. Um, I'm a video game developer on the art side of it. Um, and I'm also a crazy horror nut. <laughs> um, I've loved horror my entire life. Uh, I've been watching horror films since I was four or five years old. And I'm not exaggerating. Yep. Uh, it's something with that I mom. used to do with my mom because yeah. her and I are the only uh, members of my family that like horror films. And even her, she leans more towards the thriller side. I want <laughs> as many <laughs> shades of horror as possible. Um, I like the subtle stuff like Rosemary's Baby all the way up to the really, really strong, scary, gory stuff. 
as well. Um, and yeah, and it's been really, really fun uh, sharing our love for horror with one another. Yeah, the podcast has been pretty cool. I was very hesitant at first to do it because I was scared, but um, it's turned out to be a fun way to talk about horror and, of course, something cool to do with my amazing husband. Oh, thanks, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, at this point, this episode is going to be episode 21, um, and I figured it would be a perfect time to do a live stream episode. Um, it's sort of like, you know, when you get your uh, – your <laughs> your permit to, to drink alcohol. So it's, yeah, we're, uh, the training wheels are off at this point. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, um, is our approach to Mm. the podcast. Um, there are other podcasts with couples in them. Um, sometimes it's more of a comedy show. We're not a comedy show. We are super, super passionate horror fans yeah so we're going to talk about horror in a very serious uh not not boring serious but in more of a clinical way more of a a love for the genre itself um and you know i think our combined uh knowledge of horror uh, we can speak to it in a pretty pretty articulate way um, well, we're not entertainers either. So. Yeah, we're not. We're not here. I mean, I think our relationship is a bit entertaining. <laughs> it can't be. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and that happens for sure. You're definitely funnier than I am, uh-huh. but um, but again, we like to talk about horror uh, with a serious love and passion for it, and kind of insight that two big horror fans would have. So if that's what you're looking for, personally, that's one of the reasons I wanted to make the podcast is because I found it hard to find shows that spoke of horror in a very serious way. There's a couple of shows that I, I think are really, really good, um, but I wanted the, the perspective of a couple that really takes horror seriously, really loves horror. So that's... Yeah. And we honestly do watch horror movies as our date nights. Yeah, so absolutely. That's just the truth of it. Yeah, and, and you know, I'll I'll comb all of our options looking for something to surprise her with. I'm like, oh, I've got a zombie movie for you. I love you know, I've got So, you know, um, we're always we're always trying to find stuff yeah. to watch. And we watch, God, at least five horror movies a week. Oh, for sure. So and that'll that'll include reminiscing and kind of going back to horror that we, we really love as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we have a pretty strict diet of, of watching yeah. a lot of horror films. Um, so some of you who know the show, who are listening, uh, who have listened to the show before, we have a segment mm-hmm. that uh, we call Make Out, Mary or Meh, which is kind of like uh, F, Mary Kill. Um, but it's sort of relationship-related since, you know, our show is about a strong relationship. Um, I have a, I have a topic for you. Awesome. I love, I love playing this. For make out Mary or Meh. But, uh, first thing we're going to, we're going to have to do is, uh, is cue the music. (laughs) It's time to play. Make out. Mary.
one of the things that I love about doing this uh, segment is it it gives us a quick gives you a quick slice of our different opinions on on certain horror films, and you can see we don't always agree. Yeah. And I think that's what makes the show interesting. We're not always agreeing with stuff, and uh, we debate those things yeah. as well. So, He's very deep into like the the getting into the uh, meaning of the horror sometimes, and I'm just like the gratification of it. Sure, I, I think that comes from being a creative person. Yeah, kind of for sure. Um, understanding, trying to understand the the meanings behind. Uh, what the director's trying to do or what the story's trying to to tell you. Yeah, which I like because then it makes me think more than just watching it and enjoying the blood. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready to play Make Out Mary or Myth? I'm ready. Okay. So here is the topic. Okay. So before this show, before we started recording, I went on Netflix and I went on Amazon Prime and I looked at some of the standout horror films that are there to Ooh, watch right now. Okay. So after you listeners listen to the show, all of these episodes are going to be, are, are all these uh, shows are going to, movies are going to be available to you to, to stream. Interesting. So I'm going to ask you if you will recommend okay. the, the movies I've picked. So I'm going to start with Netflix Hold on, but tell what each one means. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, sorry. So make out means, yes, listener, you, you, you should watch this movie at least once. Okay? Mary means you're going to love this movie. It's a new classic. It's a new favorite. You should probably own it. Yeah. And then meh means don't even bother. Don't even bother streaming it. It's that bad. Yeah. Even okay? for free. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here All right. So here we go. Uh, first one from Netflix, mm -hmm. The Ring. The the, the, the original, original Ring. The original Ring. Ooh, I'm caught between Makeout and Mary. Um, I guess I'm about to say Makeout. I don't know. I love The Ring. I mean, it's it's awesome and it's creepy and it's scary. Um, but I don't know if I would watch it over and over and over again. Mm. In fact, I don't think I have. It's interesting. You watched it that many times. It's interesting. I might have to agree with you on that. Um, I remember when The Ring first came out, I loved it. I thought it was super creepy uh, and really got under my skin. And then we watched it about a year ago, and it wasn't as potent as I remembered it. Oh, interesting. So I'm kind of leading between Make Out and Mary. Yeah. There's a lot of creepy stuff they do, and I actually prefer the American version over the Japanese version. Yeah. The things they do with the horses. It, there's just some creepiness that I really relate to in that. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, I'll, I'll say make out. Make out. So that's definitely worth watching. Okay, the next one, Insidious One. I would definitely say uh, make out. It was fun to watch, um, but I would probably not watch it more than once. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't give it a meh because I would. I think you should watch it, but I probably would be lower on my list of must watches. Okay. But you should at least watch it once, especially because of the whole franchise and all. Yeah, I, I would say Insidious would be Mary for me. Mary? I, I like it really? enough. Yeah. I think it's creepy enough. The the actors I like are, and it really kicked things off quite a bit. So I, you I would watch it like, multiple times? Yeah, I would. Oh, we haven't watched it since. So. Yeah, I, okay. I would watch it. There's been times where it's been on and I'm like, oh, I'll watch this. Hmm. 
So, okay, the next one is Terrifier. Marry it. <laughs> I love that movie, and I know, I, I already know what you're going to say, but I love that movie. Art the Clown is the best thing ever, and I can't wait for the new one to come out because it's probably going to be better budget and all that. I freaking love Art the Clown. The kills are disgusting and scary, and he's scary and gross, which is a beautiful com combination. And so I'd marry it, put a ring on it, love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have to agree with that too. Really? I thought you had to see makeup. No way, no way. I. It's funny because uh, we saw it again recently, mm -hmm. and it's still super potent. It is. And it's definitely an acquired taste. It's it's meant to look a little '80s rough. You know, it's kind of yeah. harkening back to that '80s video era. Um, but I totally get what they're, they're doing for it. And I think it's extremely brutal and uncomfortable and hard to watch. And that's why that's what makes a great horror movie of this yeah. type. So I would marry, uh, marry Terrifier. Art the Clown for Halloween. Yeah, she did. She, and that was her request. Oh yeah. It was so. fun too. I creep the fuck out of people. Yeah. New listeners. If you don't know, uh, I'm a makeup artist on the side. So I like to do a lot of effects makeup and Rena is a horror hound. So she said, I want to be art the clown for Halloween yes. last year. And uh, if you look at our social you media, you can, you can find pictures of that. Um, cool. So uh, the next one is sinister one. My God, you're really making me go back into my memory bank for this. Yeah. Um, I'd say make out same, same reason as insidious. I like it was, it was, it was it was enjoyable, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I'd watch it like multiple times enough to marry it. Yeah, I'd marry it. You're so weird. I I, I like Ethan Hawke. I think he he did a really great job in the film. He was. I nice. like their depiction of the boogeyman. I like how he looks. I like some of the things they do with with uh, you know with the way he appears in 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 video footage, uh, which to me it kind of stole and used in theirs. Um, so yeah, I think I think uh, I think Sinister One is actually pretty good. It is good, but it's yeah. just I don't know. Okay, cool. Okay, again, these are all available on Netflix, and this next one is a Netflix exclusive: uh, uh -huh. The Babysitter. The Babysitter. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. I'd have to say marry that one. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to buy it or anything because it's free on Netflix, but I would definitely watch it again and again. Yeah, that was really good. Here's a tip. If you haven't seen The Babysitter, do not watch the trailer. It reveals too much. Don't ever watch the trailer. Just watch it. It's extremely entertaining, visceral horror, super yeah. fun, a little tongue-in-cheek, but still still horror -y. Yeah. Like, that's a good one. That's I, a good I, one. I really that was a good find. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next one is Death Note live action. Oh. Live action version of Death Note. Oh, I'm gonna have to say meh because I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. <laughs> um, so I uh, and I Death Note is I love Death Note the anime. Yeah. Um, but I fell asleep because it was just boring. I thought the they didn't cast well, and it just I don't know did, something about it being live action didn't work. I felt me. I felt it completely missed the point of the characters, and didn't really understand the source material and transformed certain characters' motivations to ruin, to basically ruin, kind of neuter the the story. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge 
Death Note anime fan. I've dressed as Ryuk, yeah, uh, so cool. the Shinigami in uh, in the story, and they yeah they just didn't understand the material and didn't quite hit the mark. Um, I've heard people say that they like it, but usually people who say that haven't seen the anime, so they don't have say. they don't have it to compare to. Yeah. Um, the core idea is super, super cool and interesting. Um, imagine finding a, note, a notebook that if you write someone's name in it, it kills them. That's basically the basic premise without spoiling too much. Yeah. Of course, that's a very interesting premise. But again, the original source material, the original manga, the original anime did a much better job yeah. with it. So I would recommend looking for the for the anime for that. And I think that might be on Netflix as well. I'm pretty sure. So if it's the anime, marry that shit. Yeah. <laughs> if it's the live action, which is what I'm talking about, then I would say meh. Like, Definitely. Like so. Okay. Um, next one, The Invitation. Oh, is that the, that's the dinner party one, right? Uh-huh, yeah. I love... Um, I'm going to say Mary. I, I really liked it. And yeah. I think we saw it almost by, mis- not by mistake, but like one of those that we didn't really know much about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really good. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Very um, good cast. And it was uh, pretty clever. Foreboding, psychological. Yeah. Um, more on the elegant side of horror, which I appreciate. Um, I really liked it. And Zaina and I are both scared of cults. So yes. there's kind of a cult theme in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the invitation is great. In fact, probably on my list, that would be the one I would tell people to run out and watch um, on Netflix because not everyone has seen it. So mm-hmm. That's very true. That one's a Mary for me and yeah. highly recommend you go see that. Um, last one for Netflix, Gerard's Game. Um, or Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Yeah. Based off of the Stephen King novel. Yeah. Um, hmm, make out. Um, I thought it was good, and I had some pretty good um, scary moments. Yeah. But I don't know. It did, it wasn't that scary for me to say marry. Right. I I think I I wouldn't marry it either, but I would definitely make out with it because yeah, it would. is <laughs> it is definitely definitely worth seeing. It's more of a human drama type yeah. horror. So it's really not not that scary. It's not, yeah, it's not as uh, enticing to the kind of horror fan I am, but it's I think it's a great adaptation, um, and yeah, yeah I, better one. I highly recommend seeing that. Um, so yeah, I would say make out with that one. Um, cool, that's it for Netflix. So all those movies we talked about are available to stream on Netflix right now. So if you're interested, go go out and do that. Uh, next is Amazon Prime. So these are all on Amazon Prime, the ones I'm about to talk about, uh, and you can stream them right away. So you ready? Yes. Okay. The first one is Pet Cemetery 2019. Big meh for me. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. I was really excited to go see that movie. and um, We saw it in the theater. We saw it in the theater, and it is on one of our podcasts where we review it. And it was just really disappointing. I love Stephen King. We're both Stephen King fanatics. Fanatics, and um, yeah, yeah I was really disappointed with with it. So I would totally skip it. Yeah, they they changed a couple things up. If you watch the trailer, you can kind of tell what those are, but we're not going to reveal those. Um, and not for the better. And, no, unfortunately. Yeah, and the directors that did this 
uh, adaptation, did a really cool indie horror film called Starry Eyes, which is I, I recommend. So I was expecting them to do something really, really good, but I feel like it was it almost felt designed by committee, hmm. and it kind of lost its way. Yeah, and it's not very scary. No. Uh, in fact, it's I would. Sterile. I remember being in the theater, kind of looking at my watch, which I never do when I'm watching a horror film. Um, this is yeah. very sterile. Yeah, I would say meh. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing if you're a horror fan, you're you're going to be drawn to it anyway. So, yeah, I I, I think I think maybe a makeout because you, again you're going to be drawn to it. You're going to be drawn to Stephen King. So I wouldn't bother. Yeah. Okay. I'd be a sloppy makeout. <laughs> Okay, uh, the next movie is Cabin in the Woods. Um, I would uh, make out with it. I don't think I would marry it. I thought it was a fun movie, oh, it's a awesome. fun date movie and stuff. But I don't, I don't know if I'd want to like live with it forever. I I'm, know. <laughs> I'm such a horror fan, and this is an absolute love letter to horror movies and horror fans. I absolutely loved. Cabin in the Woods. I thought it was so well done. It's really funny in, in spots, but most importantly, when it does the horror elements, it does them very, very well. And I think that's super cool. No, it was cool. I just, you know, you're talking about commitment. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Okay. The next one is The Descent. Another put a ring on it. I freaking love that movie. It's, it's fantastic. It's an amazing movie. I love that it's female strong. It's scary as fuck. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just really well done. Yeah. Uh, from start to finish. Yeah. Really well done. And again, the movies we're talking about right now are available on Amazon Prime. Uh, so you can rent them. You can uh, stream them right away. I love The Descent. I think it, the, the first one is really, really clever and fresh uh, for, for when it came out. And it has some pretty uh, scary, yeah, gory, gory spots in it as well. It so, totally does. So I would marry that one as well. I loved it. Um, okay. Next film, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged. Oh, um, I would probably make out with that one. Uncaged? This is not 40 me 47 oh, Meters Down. Oh, it's the down. other one. It's oh, the yeah, second. no, meh. No. I thought you were talking about the, the first one. Oh, man, it was horrible. It was terrible. And I, I enjoyed the first one. I was about to say make out for the first one. Uh, but for this one, it was a total loss. I mean, it was just not well put together at all. The story completely fell apart. Yeah, so I, I have to say, I, in recent memory, I can't think of another horror film, newer horror film that came out swinging with the first film that was surprisingly really, really good. Yeah, I didn't expect um, much from that. Yeah. So 47 Meters Down original was really great and highly recommend that. Uncaged, which is a sequel, is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I hate being this negative, but it is not good. No. I, they completely lost their way. The CG sharks bad. look terrible. Look like entry I was level. I like not even halfway through, which that's not a good sign. Yeah, and the the whole setup was just not good. The first film is so inspired. The sec this film is just not good. I don't recommend that one. Okay, yeah. um, next one, Midsummer. <laughs> We're so not going to agree with this, and I know I'm in the total minority. 
but it's a huge meh for me. I watched it twice just to make sure I was right. I just did not find this movie scary at all. Okay, so we've got a couple listeners in here, and we have a QT, QT in Overdrive, and he agrees that 47 Meters Down, the original, was was pretty good. I really liked it as well. We both yeah. really loved it. The sequel, uh, which is Uncaged, is terrible. <laughs> yeah, don't bother. It is not good at all. So avoid that. Um, yeah, let's get back back to Midsummer. I would say Midsummer was one of my favorite films of 2019. Oh, I thought it was extremely eerie. Uh, idyllic horror is very, very, very hard to do, and I think they pulled it off really well, really, really re well. So I would have to marry Midsummer. So it, it's up there for me. Okay, uh, next Prime movie. Um, Suspiria 2019. Um, that one I would marry it. I, I it was I thought it was pretty good. I preferred the original, definitely, mm -hmm. but it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, yeah. I there's parts in Suspiria 2019 that are so inspired and creative um, that uh, the they're instant classics. Um, and what I loved about Suspiria 2019 is that it didn't try to be the original Suspiria. Um, it did its own thing. Uh, what I would say is the end kind of fizzled out a bit for me. Yeah, it did. But I, overall, I thought it was a really creative art film horror movie that also has teeth and some pretty pretty intense moments. So for me, I'd, I'd marry it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we have two more uh, Amazon Prime movies that are available right now, um, Dead Ringers. God, that's going way back. Oh, yeah. I'd marry that one. That one's really good. God, if I, God we should watch You know, it's been a while, but it's, oh, it's a good God. movie. Yeah, I would totally marry it. I absolutely love this film. It's a David Cronenberg movie. Uh, Jeremy Irons is in the film. Super creepy. And he plays twin brothers. And we all know how great of an actor he is. He is just... He just crushes this film. It's really uh, erotic in spots, really perverse in spots. Highly, highly, highly recommend this film. Yeah. Like, if, um, again, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Dead Ringers. I hear the Soska sisters are trying to remake this film oh, interesting. too, um, which I think could be really interesting because uh, I don't think a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Um, and well, it's that's a it's fantastic. It's a good movie. That's yeah. cool that it's on Prime. Mm -hmm. Definitely watch it. Psychological, intelligent, erotic, weird, kind of perverse film. Highly recommend it. Dead Ringers. Okay. And the last Amazon Prime movie uh, uh, that we're going to judge is Creepshow 2. Oh, my God. I don't know. I can't remember Creepshow 2 right now. Yeah. It's probably the Creepshow you remember more, I'm guessing. It's got the raft on it. It's got uh, the the chief, the wooden chief. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to say Makeout just because it's part of the Creepshow family. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I mean, it wasn't great. But it had some good moments. Yeah, I'll say Makeout. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love the Creepshows. I think they're super fun. I'm a big um, horror comics kid, yeah. so... I love that. Um, did you know that the the creep in Creep Show in Creep Show Two is actually Tom Savini in makeup? That's really? A little, yeah, that's a little uh, 
That's uh, cool. tidbit there. And he did the makeup effects for it as well. Um, but yeah. Okay. So we've covered uh, the movies that are streaming on Netflix and the movies that are streaming on Prime right now. Um, I think it's time we move on to our feature review. <laughs> Now, our feature review. So the two movies we're going to review are Infection and Fantasy Island. And both these movies are 2020. Uh, They're available on Prime to rent. uh, And we've rented them. And yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do the synopsis for Infection? Yeah. So Infection is a film about an academic outbreak of a new rabies virus in Venezuela. And a father trying to save his son from the contagion. Um, so this movie is in Spanish with subtitles. Um, and the director is Flavio Pedota. And the main actor is Ruben Guevara. Cool. Yeah, so what did you think of the film? Um, well, you know I like me the zombie films because it was it was kind of zombie-esque. Um, I thought it, it started out really well. Um, it had really good um, zombies uh, effects. And I like that they're fast moving. I think that's really creepy when they're fast moving, to mm-hmm. fast moving that way, because uh, it's harder to get away from them. Um, I like that they didn't pull any punches with their kills. Mm-hmm. Like in other words, who who was killed along the way? Yeah. Um, but it kind of fizzled at the end for me. Yeah, it's funny because all the I think all the components of a good zombie or you know Infection. contagion yeah. film, they're all there. the 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 makeup work is really really yeah. solid. Um, the act, some of the action moments are really are really visceral, but I felt like the overall film it kind of lacked a cohesive rhythm. Mm-hmm. So it didn't. Um, it was trying to do what uh, um, uh, twenty seven weeks later, uh, yeah, you know, twenty eight days later was was trying to do, and I I, th- I think. It's admirable the effort w- that was there. The acting's decent. Yeah, that the acting was pretty um, good. And the overall story is holding together. I just think they needed a better, better edits. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Because it, it, it again, it lost its rhythm a bit. Um, it was also when it was that rush to end. Yeah, oh, I hate that. Like super, super resolved. It got heavy storyline wise in the middle, and then it just like hurry up and ended. Mm-hmm. And I hate movies like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I personally, I think it's worth watching, but maybe when it hits the streams. Yeah, I would wait till like Netflix or Prime or something. To yeah. watch it. I wouldn't rent it. Yeah. And it wasn't an expensive rent, but still, I wouldn't. It's not worth your money. Right, right, unfortunately. right. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, do you want to move on to the next film? Yes. So this one is Fantasy Island 2020. Um, we were huge Fantasy Island fans when we were kids of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, But this one's a twist on Fantasy Island. So this is when the owner and operator of a luxurious island invites a collection of guests to live out their most elaborate fantasies in relative seclusion. Chaos quickly descends. And it's a big cast. They have Michael Pena, who plays Mr. Rourke, Maggie Q, uh, Jimmy O. Yang, um, and the director's Jeff Wadlow. Mm. Oh, and it was Bloom Brothers film. Blumhouse. Blumhouse films, excuse me. Um, 
Oh. Yeah. It was bad. This from the start. I was shocked at how, how this movie's yeah. a stinker. Like it bad. It's not not good at all. Very disappointed. Um I felt like it was it didn't know what it wanted to do. It was it was trying to, you know, bring up nostalgia for the original TV show. Um, and I feel like it was a bit more successful at that than it was being a horror film, but it was schizophrenic. Like it would go all of a sudden it would get super horry. And then all of a sudden it would turn into this sort of screwball comedy, you know, TV type thing. Like it was really strange. And some of the casting was really odd. Um, yeah. Like key people, like really important characters from the series, uh, weren't cast very well. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it it kind of stepped on its own dick. It really <laughs> did. I don't even know. Like, just because from the beginning it just wasn't good. I mean, yeah. we stuck through it because we paid for it, um, and yeah. we thought it was an interesting thing because, like I said, we were fans when we were kids to see like a a horror twist on fantasy island because yeah. it was you know it was kind of creepy even back in the day on tv but yeah even just from when they get off the plane you're you hate all of them yeah so. yeah i almost feel like that that's just another one of those annoying tropes you know i have to say with blumhouse like uh the most recent invisible man film which was fantastic oh, love that movie um it was so spirited there, there were so many good ideas they brought a lot of new new things to the table for that. Um, it's shocking to me that they would let something like this go through. Yeah. Because it is a stinker. Yeah. Like I'm it surprised. isn't just bad. Maybe it's, it was a big cast. I don't know. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, it's I think bad. I felt that when watching the film. I felt like, okay, they've already put so much money into it. Okay, how can we salvage it? It had that sort of quality to it, like this desperate oh, this isn't quite working. It's not working on either fronts. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think it was good at all. No. So I would highly recommend avoiding that. And maybe when it gets on regular I TV. I wouldn't even watch it for but free. But even, even then, even if you're a fan it's, of the original it's show. It's time you I love back. The show. Yeah. So I would definitely not watch it. Cool. So do you want to... Uh, go into the spoiler zone now that we've talked about the two films. Sure. Unfortunately, they're two films we wouldn't quite recommend. Infection, we'd recommend a little bit more than, or a lot more than um, Fantasy Island. But yeah, let's go in there and, uh, and, and do that. Okay. Okay. Cue the music. Beware. Spoilers ahead. Okay, so for all you new listeners, um, we usually do this. We'll review a film, and then we'll sound off the spoiler warning, uh, and then we'll talk more in-depth about the film. Uh, if you don't want these movies to be spoiled, you may want to leave or uh, skip forward. Um, but, yeah, let's start. Let's talk about Infection. What do you want to say about Infection that is a, is a bit spoilery? Yeah. Well, what I like about it is, like I said, is that they didn't pull the punches on the kills. Like the when when the father um, goes out to try to get to his son and to try to help because the father's a doctor. Um, they meet, you know, it's 
the same trope as meeting people along the way and all that, like they do in those kind of films. Mm -hmm. Um, and he eventually meets up with his group and there's a woman and you think that's going to be his love, love interest. And then boom, she's bit and yeah. turned. So it, it, I like that it does those type of things along the way. Um, you know, the, the little boys that his grandparents and they get infected and, mm -hmm. and killed. And, um, and so I, I, like I said, those, I like when everyone doesn't live. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. It's definitely brutal on, on that front. Yeah. Uh, and there's moments in the film that really, really work. Like there, you know, a couple of really scary moments with the horde. Um, but then there's other moments that are really, really stagnant. Yeah. And so they, they get all this momentum going and then they just stop. You know? It's almost like they didn't know where to go with it or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The hordes were cool because the makeup effects, like you said, were really good mm -hmm. and creepy. Um, but yeah, it was like, I don't know, it would like cut off or something. It was yeah. weird. It was just an odd rhythm to the movie. Yeah. It, it, it was really too bad. I, it had more to do with self-editing. Um, you know, like, okay, this part isn't important. Move on, move on. Let's go. You know, uh, and they would kind of simmer in these moments. Yeah. And I definitely felt like the beginning of the film, it took way too much time to really kick into gear. At first I thought, oh, cool. It's taking its time to show us the characters. But then it's like, it's overstaying its welcome yeah. in this part. And, you know, I, I felt like the rhythm was off. And I feel like th they should have self-edited more and test screened it more and just punched it up. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see um, maybe an American editor <laughs> edit this film. Uh, or or someone you know like the the guys who did uh, uh, twenty eight days later and twenty eight weeks later, because the 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 components are all there. Yeah, you know, and you do care about the key characters, right? Uh, it just lacked it lacked that taste when it came to editing and the rhythm of a horror film. Yeah, and then for me, like the end, it was like done. We cured everybody. And it was just like, yeah. really, yeah. That's it. Yeah, like, you it, it weren't even a part of tidy. that either. Yeah, it's one of those super tidy things. Yeah. And if we've learned anything from this COVID thing, you know, <laughs> nothing seems to be tidy yeah. when, when dealing with something like this. So, yeah. And again, the film was trying to be as serious as possible. So I wish they could do the COVID this easy because yeah. it seemed like they were only like dealing with it for like a couple weeks. Yeah. It was weird. I don't know, but yeah, even like twenty eight days later, the fact that the the rabid people starved to death because mm -hmm. they weren't dead. Yeah, so it sort of makes sense that it all kind of fizzled out. Um, yeah, but this this was just ending too tight. Yeah, and I love that it was in Spanish. Uh, we're both Latinos, mm -hmm. so we uh, it's cool to see a movie in our language in our native tongue. But um, yeah, I don't know. What I like too is that the the main actor is very bilingual. So he spoke English mm -hmm. in certain scenes yeah. and spoke it well and not oddly. Um, and there was, there was a, I think Australian woman. Mm -hmm. um, and she, she's speaks English um, in the film as well. So it shows that there's this international effort going on. Yeah. Um, and that stuff was done pretty well, especially for its budget. Ah, that's one thing I would say. There was a lot of CG in this. And it's kind of discount CG. 
Uh-huh. But most of it was pretty good. There were a couple things. Again, it's sort of what I do, uh, but on the video game side. Uh, so I tend to watch for this kind of stuff. And um, the 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 CG was pretty good for a low-budget film. And uh, ambitious, too. There was a lot of shots that you could tell had been doctored up quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, so I thought they did okay with it. You have budget. an eye for that. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I couldn't recall one. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's funny. I they did know. a lot of stationary things. So that's like they're, they're driving by a bunch of ruins and things like that. But I could sort of tell, no, that's not quite there. Oh, wow. Um, there was one scene that I noticed that was a kind of a mistake. In fact, there there's a truck and there's an emblem on the truck, but it's moving. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, the compositing is, is not quite the... Um, the placement of that's funny. Of I it. didn't catch that. Yeah, it's not quite there. Um, but again, for indie, independent films, usually the CG is really bad because uh, they can't afford to do right. it uh, well, or they rush it, or whatever. Um, but overall, I thought that part of it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a lukewarm yeah. thing for me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's go spoiler zone for um, Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Man. Yeah. Um, it was just bad. I don't even know where to start. Well, I'll just say, I'll even, okay, I'll start with this. Just the whole reason they're all there is so dumb. Yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, so they all get there under the ruse that they won a contest to, to, for free to be yeah. there. Again, um, if you're, if you're listening to this, we're in the spoiler yeah, zone. Totally so. Um, and to live out their fantasies, right? And so it starts out that way, but then the real truth is one of the guests that supposedly um, won also plotted this whole thing because of some dude she liked that was killed in a fire, and each person that was there had a, a had a she felt had a hand in it, yeah. which some did, some really didn't. Um, and it was a dude she had only gone out with once or some bullshit yeah, it was stupid it was the stupidest thing ever i can hear the pitch meeting for it you know oh yeah we'll do fantasy island but then we'll combine it with scream and i know what you did l- last summer like that it's yeah. sort of that kind of stuff yeah um but it fails miserably at it it does because um, it's not even funny yeah and then the <laughs> supernatural elements of the island are hokey and dopey mm-hmm. um it just it just didn't work for and me. And the at reason all. Mr. Rourke even does it is dumb. Yeah, that's dumb too. Yeah, um, it's to keep his wife alive. The island keeps the the like keeps rebirthing his wife who died. What died? Yeah. Which I get it, but it's like she doesn't even know she's his wife. I, I don't know. It was weird. I just said no. Yeah. Terrible. And what's his name? Pena. Michael Pena. My, Michael Michael Pena. He's not. A, he wasn't a good Mr. Rourke. He he's no. too young. Yeah, he's too young. He's too young. He and he doesn't, doesn't have that elder, like the, not elder, well, that older gentleman type yeah. thing. He's too young. Still. So, so um, I think in the mid-2000s, they did an update of Fantasy Island. Really? And Malcolm McDowell played oh, Mr. Oh, yeah. Mark. No, see, that's a good choice. See, and I don't even care that he's not Latino. He has he has the creepiness, the eeriness. Yeah. And he has the, the poise, and he's distinguished, you know, well, he was elegant. a good choice. They're both elegant. Yeah. Ricardo Martabon and 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 Malcolm McDowell. They're both like have that elegance about them. Elegant and a slight edge. <clears throat> yeah, and creepiness. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I don't. I felt he didn't have no. those things. So I don't think he was a good choice. Uh, the whole, the ending, the with the tattoo reveal. That oh was. Oh my god, that was so stupid! Painful. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was painfully bad. That was so dumb. And I saw it coming a mile away too. I'm like, yeah. oh no. But you're hoping it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't go there, and it it totally goes there. Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. It so was terrible. Bad. It was terrible. Um, cool. I think we're we're ready to leave the spoiler zone. Sweet. So, um, yeah, I guess we're done with this first live episode. How did you feel about it? About being live? We have we have a few few listeners. We do. In there. Well, we have Tanya in there. Um, we had a few others. My BFF, Tanya. Yeah. Hi, Tanya. That's my BFF. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully this will draw more attention to the show. Um, live streams tend to go um, in the certain uh-huh. spot in Podbean. Um, and, yeah, it was fun. And I, I think it, it notifies people. Maybe that's how Tanya knew about it. Um, it was less scary than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's a little scary. Again, this episode is going to turn into a full-fledged episode. Uh, I'm going to take the data and edit it and add the, all the music in. Um, but uh, doing it, fuck it, we're doing it live. Was, <laughs> <laughs> was something uh, I thought would be fun for us to try. Yeah. Um, what does Tanya say? <laughs> she laughed. Just love hearing you guys live. Aw. <laughs> You're so cute. And uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm guessing we're probably going to do these maybe once a month. Yeah. You know, because it, it's it's an interesting dynamic. Um, somebody was asking questions during the show as well, which is kind of cool. Um, actually, we could we could do that in the last few minutes. Um, Are there if, people in there? Still? If Tanya has any questions uh, that she wants to to ask us about either the films we've talked about, yeah. <laughs> she says she's alone in her new house. Congratulations, by yes. the way. Um, and she probably shouldn't be listening to a horror show. Uh, <laughs> and it would. It, it is probably nighttime over there too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, she's uh, three hour difference from us, so that's yeah. cool. So it's creepy. Ah. <laughs> you know what, Tanya? The 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 couple moving into an old, you know a a new house thing is like a standard horror trope. It so. is. You gotta be careful. <laughs> hopefully you don't, don't see. Any, by herself. <laughs> hopefully you don't see any bouncing balls anywhere <laughs> moving on their own. <laughs> At least it wasn't the creepy dollhouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see what else she's. Oh, okay, she's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was all. This was fun. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I knew we were gonna get a few listeners coming popping in and out because I I to to do these live streams i wanted to see what they were like so i was doing the same thing and i would kind of peruse i think a lot of people jump in and out of different rooms just to see you know uh what's out there so oh cool well then yeah. we might have lost them when we went into the spoiler yeah it looks that way cool. <laughs> i hope we didn't spoil anything for you tanya yeah but don't watch those movies <laughs> yeah those, those weren't weren't that good yeah. um but yet we did go over some movies that are available to stream that are highly that we'd highly recommend. The, the for me the big recommend is on Amazon Prime, Dead Ringers. It's a Cronenberg yeah. film. It's 
really, really good. Jeremy Irons plays twin brothers. Uh, it's fantastic. So if Super you haven't, good. if you haven't seen that, it's on Amazon Prime. You can stream it right now. Um, what about what about horror series? Have we seen any good horror series lately? Um, horror series. Well, the one I really liked was Wolf Creek on Amazon. Mm. I really like that. I like the Wolf Creek movies, and I thought the series has, was really good. Two, uh, there's a couple of things I would recommend. Um, for Tom, which is Tanya's husband, there's a there's a show uh, on Hulu that's a that's an effect show right now called Devs. That's mm. a really great sci-fi thriller. It, it's it's got an edge to it. It's really elegant, really well, uh, really really well shot, really well written. Um, highly recommended. Edge of your edge of your seat type stuff. And if you know anything about Silicon Valley, you'll relate to it. And I know you guys do. So highly recommend Devs. The other one I would yeah, recommend. Really good. The other one I would recommend Amazon Prime. Uh, original series called Tales from the Loop. This is like if you were to take Stranger Things and Donnie Darko and kind of I about that. mash them together, but not so adolescent-centric. It has the seriousness of Donnie Darko and the trippiness of Donnie Darko. And um, it's a little more horror-y, too. So I, I would highly recommend uh, Tales yeah, from the Loop. I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. And lastly, if you play video games uh, and have a PSVR, a VR system for your PlayStation 4, I've been playing the latest Walking Dead game uh, called Saints and Sinners on the PSVR, and it is like stepping into the Walking Dead. It is super, super creepy and scary, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's it's like stepping into New Orleans post wow. Yeah, post uh, zombie apocalypse. It is well, awesome. I haven't played it yet, even though I'm a huge Walking Dead fan, but I'm afraid to because I get motion sick. And so I'm afraid that I'm going to get all like barfy. Oh, it's so cool, dude. It, I, I, I get a little motion sick with it too. I have to put the, the visor off as well, but I didn't get that with this. I, I think they did a really good job with it. Mm -hmm. What's really eerie about the film or about the game is that. When you see a zombie and it starts to come towards you, and you have you, your, your weapons are very limited and they break, so you'll have something and you'll be like, "Cool, I've got this knife. I'm gonna kill this zombie." And then you're stabbing at the zombie's skull, and the fucking and the thing breaks. Yeah. And you're and then you have to push the zombie away, and you literally move your hands to push them away, and then you have to run. You have to get the hell out of there. Well, like it is really, really intense. I would highly recommend that if you're a horror person. And, of course, Resident Evil 7 on PSVR 2. That's like stepping into a horror film. So Tanya Tanya has a question. She said, uh, any upcoming horror movies coming out soon? Uh, I'm a bit out of the loop right now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, there's not a lot coming out that we know of just because of what's happening the, right now. The like the Pie Place 2 was supposed to be out uh -huh. in this spring. And that has been pushed to fall, but who knows if, Yeah. who knows if, I think they were waiting for a theater release because I know what a lot of movies have been doing is releasing them on like Amazon and then you pay like 20 bucks or something so you could watch it. Yeah. I'm so I don't know if they'll eventually do that or if they'll just wait till you can go see it in a theater, but I was really looking forward to that one. 
Yeah, the last good thing um, was Invisible Man. That, yeah. That was the, and we actually saw it in the theater before it came out. I think you saw it too, Tanya. I, rem- I remember yeah, you had gone it. to see it. We just bought it because yeah. I was just, yeah, I'd buy that. I thought it was, I thought it was good enough for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything. I can't think of any new. I've been combing uh, Shutter, of course, because um, Shutter's awesome. Um, that's the Netflix for horror, which we highly recommend for everyone. Uh, they always um, curate the best stuff from all over the world, which I really, really love. I love seeing horror from different cultural perspectives because it, it just it, it makes it fresh. You know, we tend to have American habits with how we we do horror. So I love seeing like Asian horror and you know other things like that. There was a movie that we recently saw though where I said I think I told you I wanted to tell Tanya to watch it. Okay. And now I can't remember what it is. Oh. I man. know. Yeah, we we're watching horror Shoot. constantly. I'll have so, to think about it and I'll have to yeah. message you, Tanya. I swear there was one mm. I wanted to make sure I told you about. Yeah. I can't remember right now what it was. It was one of the ones we we just we watched it spontaneously that you found. Cool. I have to remember. My memory is pretty bad. Yeah, cool. <laughs> she's she's all freaked out because Tom's not there yet. I so. know. <laughs> Hang in there, Tanya. You're good. You're Enjoy good. your new home, too. Yes. Miss you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tanya was in the chat with us. We actually went on a Walking Dead studio tour with them because we're all big Walking Dead fans. Um, we, you know, we went to Atlanta, and it's near Atlanta where they shoot The Walking Dead. And we did an entire episode devoted to that, um, to, devoted to the tour. Yeah. And then um, we actually went to Talking Dead. Um, that's actually shot here in LA where we live. Uh, and in that entire episode, it's all Walking Dead. If you're a Walking Dead fan, um, you can get your double dose yes. of Walking Dead podcast. But even better, <laughs> when we went to Atlanta, we did a couples horror roundtable with yeah. Tanya and Tom. Um, That's one of our, our most popular episodes, too. Because it's cool. It's cool. We had we had awesome guests and very knowledgeable about horror. And um, they had great choices. They yeah. had amazing choices of, of movies that we talked about, like our top five. I think it was, each of us. Yeah. For for newer for newer fans or newer listeners, we tend to curate every episode. So we'll do a vampire episode. We'll do uh, you know we'll do different episodes based on different uh, themes. So uh, if you listen to uh, any of our episodes, we have like a zombie episode where we curate our top ten favorite zombie films, and then we'll have a big um, a big review in there as well. New Millennium Horror. Uh, vampires vampires we've done remakes i think we did too uh the horror couple round table where we all curate horror uh creepy cabin horror yeah we actually did an episode uh where we stayed in a, a log cabin <laughs> and curated our favorite cabin themed horror films uh european horror we oh, we yeah. were in europe last year and we actually uh recorded a podcast episode there and we talked about our favorite European horror because there's so much great European horror. Um, the clown episode was one of my favorites. Yeah, because <laughs> we love creepy clowns. So um, again, uh, you can find our podcasts anywhere. Uh, podcasts are available. We listen. We like to listen on Spotify and Podbeam. 
uh, Bean, of course. I always say Bean. Um, and the last episode we did before this, we uh, reviewed Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. 2020 and The Lodge. Um, and those are both films we would recommend too. Yeah. Um, if you the want Lodge to know, especially. If you want an in-depth uh, review of those, um, again, that's episode 20. This is going to be episode 21. Um, episode 19, we did The Invisible Man, the new Blumhouse film. Oh, Tane, you, do, you have to watch The Lodge. You would love it. Oh, The Lodge is fantastic. Maybe uh, that's the one I was thinking. The Lodge is fantastic. It's, it's right up your alley, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, and we've done... Uh, we did... Last year, one of the, my favorite things we did is we went to... We live in L.A., so we went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios and reviewed every single maze without spoilers. And then we did um, uh, Not Scary Farm and did exactly the same thing. And then uh, we crowned a winner Yeah, who's, who was the best. Uh, who did it that. better. Yeah. So if you, uh, if you go and check out our episodes, episode uh, 15 is Halloween Horror Nights. Episode 16 is Not Scary Farm, and that's where you find out who wins. Yeah. Um, and we, we need to get Tom and Tanya to come back to go with us to Horror Nights. Absolutely. They went with us once. <laughs> yeah, and again, um, our approach to the show is we speak of horror in a very passionate, insightful way. We're not making fun of it. We're not being super jokey. Um, we are a true horror couple yes. who've watched our um, our entire adult lives and our date nights are horror movies. Mm -hmm. So hence the date night horror show. Yes. So hopefully you find that interesting and mm -hmm. you'll check out some of our other episodes. Um, I think we're done. Yeah, for, I think we're done. Thank you, yeah. Tanya, for hanging in there with us. Thank you to everyone who stopped by to listen. Yes. Thank uh, you. Hopefully we'll see you or hear you again. And we're going to do more of these live streams as well. So I think that's it, babe. All right. Scare you later. The Date Night Horror Show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. All music written and produced by Enzo. Find Enzo and Reina online at thedatenighthorrorshow.com. Share it with your whore-loving friends and help spread the word.